Good morning, we just uh, finished the Sartaric yesterday. Uh, just one, one point, instead of going to just very briefly discuss, and that is, uh, eating systems today, if it's just for Shabbos kind of person, you realize this, he hasn't turned on. Eating is their problem with this. The truth is, we already spoke about this um, at the earlier stage in something about Shemayate, around Rafi Kimelish, um, that in Simon Ayn there's a puzzle who says if you've got a big bonfire, besides the issue of sitting next to it uh, to read, there's also an issue to um, actually heat yourself up by it. But many Afrinians disagree with him on that. They say the issue of Shemayate is to something which needs to be by it, you've got to look into it. Um, uh, so you've got these two different days, and I met, we mentioned at the time that the, the post can say that when it comes to a closed heat, the heating system, you don't have that hashash really or jamiyata. Um, but once again, it does come up here, and what, what we really have to know is this whole thing of, maybe not shamiyata, but the shamiyakata, shamiyakata we've, we've been speaking about, that we said that uh, before Shabbat comes in, you've got to make sure the flame's taken hold properly, etc., etc. All this is shamiyakata, there's, there's a machlek when that only applies to things like food, food purposes. But when it comes to things like heating, it doesn't, doesn't really apply. Rechita maybe a, is actually a, a different thing. Add to the, to the equation the fact that your, your heating system is not, I mean, it doesn't normally, how often does it break down when you turn it on? It doesn't break down that often. So once you've started it, it's going to work on its own. What's the chashash? The chashash is that maybe, maybe it won't be hot enough. So that can only be your only, your only real kashat. But the, the Pritzkim generally are quite happy with it, that it's not, uh, we, we, are, we are not worried about that. The only one who's not is, uh, I wouldn't say is not, but is Shmuel uh, Bosner. He says, you do have buttons which are easily accessible, you should really take them up or do something to that effect before Shabbos comes in. That's his, uh, that, that's his opinion about Rabbi Yashiv, Shemazam, they're all quite happy with it, but uh, it's, not, it's not really necessary. Um, that's really the the uh, the, the way Rishmol Bosnus he, he says look at the reason and he says people everyone if you've got chaylim even if they're not chaylim everyone's susceptible to the cold and if it's not hot enough you're going to turn it up so you use a bit of logic uh, here and if he, he he argues that it should be necessary to turn it up I, I think I think I spoke about I spoke about it. you've got thermostats on the radiators definitely according to the tiles it would seem there's good reason to uh, turn them off to top heat or do, do something like that. Um, with that, let's make a start now. That takes us to the end of the first paragraph now, and now we can and move on to the second paragraph. Something we should all be familiar with from Friday night, but now let's try and understand that's what we say every Friday night. So, you know, some, some people do say it. With what do, um, what can one use to light, and what can one not used to light. We're talking about really any blood up after your your Shabbos candles. If you've got any other candles to light, what can you use to light with and what can you not use to light with? And um you can't light with Loba Lechesh, not with Lechesh, what these things are, the Gomorrah will explain. You can't use Lechesh, this, these are all things which um, you may want to use for your wick. You can't use these for your wick. You can't use any of these things, whatever they are. I'm sure everyone knows exactly what they are. But the low of the Zephyr, then we go on to things which actually may be a little more familiar with. Uh, when we're talking about fuels, for the oils, these you can't use for oil. But the Zephyr is not, let's say, pitch. 
Veloibeshavo, not wax. Veloibeshaman kick, not kick oil, whatever that is. Veloibeshaman strepo, and not oil which is waiting to be burnt. Oil which has become tommy oil, trum oil, tosh which has become tommy. Veloibeshavo, not with animal fat, the fatty part of the, the tail. Veloibeshavo, and not with just normal fat. Nachum Amodi Omer, Nachum Amodi, he says, Madikim Bechelem Mavushal. That you can light with fat which has been boiled up. That's perfectly fine. You can use that as your fuel. Nachum Omer, Nachum say, Echel Mavushal, the Echel She'ina Mavushal, in Madikim Bo. Whether it has been cooked, whether it's not been cooked, as Tosus points out, this is not unique, but it's quite interesting because you're putting the one which is more posh at first. Normally you put the less posh at one. Sorry, you are putting the more posher one second. Second, that's right. Because Einam Roshel, everyone agrees you can't lie with it. So it should really say Echad Einam Roshel, but Echad Roshel, even if it is cooked, you can't lie with it. So anyway, as it says, you do find this in various places. Ein Madikin, where you can't lie with it. Says Rashi, Bamei Madikin, last is Pesila. The first thing we're talking about is making wicks. What can you use for a wick? All these things in the Mishnah, don't worry, they'll be explained to the Gemara one by one what they are. This is not talking about wicks anymore. Rather, it's what you would put in the place of the oil. And all these from Zephas and onwards in the Mishnah, they are Sulim of oil. Fine. So we've got in our Mishnah. Certain things are possible to use as wick, and certain things are possible to use as oil. And just remember the way the standard uh, oil lamp in the past says you've got like the oil, and you have to wick at the head, and the idea is the oil should be sucked up by the, by the wick. That's how, how it works. So the Gemara now goes through one by one to identify what these things are. And the, the basic thing is, the underlying common um, factor with all of them is, the wicks are no good. The Gemara is going to say later on, the reason why the wicks are no good is because the the flame jumps about on it. It doesn't really burn from within the wick itself. It's around it, and if it doesn't give a very good light, it's flickering the whole time. And the oils are no good because they, they're, maybe they're just too thick. They, they don't get sucked up very well. So therefore, they're, not, uh, they're, they're no good for a single flame. Other things, these things can be perfect, but for a single flame, they're for, as opposed to Madura, they're no good. So the Gemara goes through one by one now. What are they? Lefesh. Lefesh is Sheikha de Arzum. We had it the right end of the previous telling. It's Sheikha de Arzum. It is the, the, um, the a branch of cedar wood. Now, the problem here, as I said, it's not because it's not flammable. On the contrary, we said at the end, it's extremely flammable. For a Madura, it's extremely good. So the Gemara says, Sheikha de Arzum? You're talking about cedar wood. Eitzamu, that's just that's wood. How can anyone use wood as a wick? What was the harm in it? You can't use wood. You're going to take a branch off the tree and use that as your wick? Of course you can't. The one says no. But Amranisa this for. We're talking about the bit of wool inside there. As we said in the, the Rashi explained at the end of the last paragraph, and I'll explain here, that between the bark and the, the heart of the wood of the, the cedar, there's a very thin like, wool-type substance which is very flammable. And we said that's why the cedar wood is excellent for the, for, uh, for a Mazura, for a bonfire, to the extent that once you lift it, you don't have to wait for a rope to take a light. So that stuff inside will, when it gets, get, gets, gets hold of that, it's gonna, it'll, it'll whoosh. But when it comes to using that for a wick, it's not particularly good. For a single ca- candle, it's no good. Because as we said, it doesn't, it sort of just jumps around. So that's the lefesh. Um, next one. 
The loy of chaysen, you can't use chaysen. What is chaysen? Omar Rabbi Yisif says Rabbi Yisif, Na'ireh shal tishton. Which we assume means the bits, the, 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 the bits which flake off the outer bits of the, the flaps of that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about, of the linen. So, Amalei Abayi, Abayi said to him, that can't be, because the Hoxib, surely it writes in the Pasuk, Behoyo HaChotem in the Oireh. And the Chotem, so there you go, that's the word for Chotem, is going to become Noireh. You can read the brackets if you want, but Rashi obviously didn't have the brackets, that's why it's taken out, because Rashi explains what the question is, but that is the question of the brackets. Mechlal, that implies the Chotem of Noireh. That implies the chosen is not the Oryas. They must be two separate things. We're just saying the chosen will become the Oryas. They can't be the same thing. So what is chosen? And Omar Abaye rather says, Abaye, kisna the diyeh below nofis. Below nofis. It is flax, which has been diyeh, means it has been, um, it has been, uh, what do you call it? Is? Um, like, yeah, beaten. But, but in office, it hasn't been combed out, it hasn't been disentangled. Yeah? So the chance it's beaten? Been beaten. Beaten and not combed. Yeah, not being combed. Yeah. So it's, uh, actually going to say, not it means disentangling, that's the idea of combing. They, they do like a special comb, I think, a metal comb, to, to uh, disentangle it. Now, uh, so, so, t- take a look at Rashi now. He explains the post now as well. Take a look at Rashi, just catch up a bit of Rashi from the Gemara there. Eight Palmo, we said the Lefesh. Lefesh is, is, is a cedar branch. That's just wood. Obviously it's no good for a wick. It's only going to be good for a, for a bonfire. I mean, obviously you can't use a piece of wood for a, for a wick. So he said, no, no, no. What we mean is, between the bark and the wood itself, Amranita, there's like a little bit of wool-type substance. Come in Sam, a bit like wool. Yishben kilipotilator, that is between its, its, uh, its, its, its uh, skin, the kipa, and the, and the wood. Between the bark and the wood. Um, then we said that there is the there is uh, we brought the possible So almost you see the You see the chosin is not noiras. It must be two separate things. The chosin, the chosin, cannot be the combings of the the bits which flake off from the flax. We said rather kiss not the diak will not it. The kimmins will not it since it hasn't been combed out. The oil will not be drawn after because it, it can't be drawn straight up because the wick is all mixed up. It hasn't been combed. Nothit is carapery, means disentangling. Um, and the noires is the stuff which flakes off from it, the very fine substance. This is what the Postic is saying. Pishton the strong pishton. Because when is it strong? It's tough strong when it hasn't been combed out. Because as long as it hasn't been combed out, all the fibres are intertwined, and therefore it's a very, very strong pishton. So the strong pishton, yehofich in the will turn into na'oras. Just crumbly bits coming off it. So then what I mean to say is, ha'gibur yehiyachalosh. The mighty one is going to become weak. That's what the boss means to say. So therefore, the chesan, therefore, in conclusion, so we have the lechesh, lechesh is from the cedar tree, that bit of wool, the, um, and the, the uh, what's it called, the na'oras, the chesan, is not the na'oras, rather it means the pishton, which has been crushed, but it has not been disentangled, therefore the, the oil does not get sucked up.
Next thing we have here is below the Cholos. You can't use Cholos. Oma Shmuel, Shmuel said, She'il tingu l'chomach I asked all those issues who would go down to the sea. People who sailors. I asked them, what is Cholos? The Omnidi, and they said to me, Kulchos Shemei, its name is Kulchos. You know what Kulchos is? Well, Rav comes and says, what is this Kulchos? Kushkarov. It's Kushkarov. What is Kushkarov? You take a look at Rashi. Rashi explains that this. Kushkarov is Pesodet Shalmeshi. It's the, the weight of the silk. Heotsu Kukhoi which is made like a hat. Rubeit Atelad, what we call the cocoon, is the house of the, the, uh, the silkworm. The Koyilo Pulio, and it's called Pulio, which basically weights silk. The Nopsimosoi, and they comb it. Um, yeah, and they comb it. The Tobeyu, I mean, they comb it, and basically, again, it's like disentangling it. The Tobeyu, and they spin it. The Ose and the men who beg it, and they make a beggar from it. The Ose and the men of Pesidon, it's forbidden to make from it a wick. As we say, with all the Sule things which are possible in Abbasidus, in our Mishnah, that the fire, the fire jumps about on them. It jumps about in a second and it stops dark. And the, the flame does not stand in one place. That's why they're no good. Although in the previous case, interestingly enough, Rosh Hashanah says the oil is not sucked up into it. Uh, presumably that, because of that, therefore, the, there'll be a very flickery flame. Gushkarov, what is Gushkarov? I'll shame Pesodes. It's called Gushkarov, this waste silk, because it's the Pesodes. The Gampas Subin, so to the, the um, bran, if you've got bread which is made of, of, of uh, like bran, from Okain, similarly, Nicholas from Mesafis Gittin, is called Gushkarov in Mesafis Gittin. So Gushkarov basically means the, the, the byproducts, it's the, the lesser quality. Okay? Now, before we go on, let me, let me just explain, because I've got here Meister Ori from Dynasty Kovitsky, and he explains how the, this silk is made, because, although we've read it in Rashi, but it's, uh, the Gemara is going to refer to three different types. Basically, what happens is that this, he explains the whole process, that the silk uh, moth, whatever it is, an egg is laid by the, by the silk moth, okay? And a, from the egg, a very small caterpillar comes out, and it feeds and it grows for 40 days. Then, it starts to build its little house, which is the cocoon. Um, and what, how does it do it? Fascinating. What it does is, it squeezes out from a little hole below the jaw, a gum-coated filament. Okay? That's what it does. And then what it does, is constantly exuding this, and it turns its head in a figure of eight, continuously. And by doing that, it constructs for itself a home, which is one unbroken thread. You'll see the length of this thread in a second. Unbelievable. So it just exudes this thing, and it just keeps going around. Unbroken thread. Then what happens, so it's inside now. It's trapped inside. And inside, it'll go from being a caterpillar into a moth. And after about two weeks, it bites its way out. How does it bite its way out? Through one end. And what you, obviously breaks the, the winding now. And you end up with, instead of having the shape of walls, you end up with a hat shape. Which is a bit like that. that that's the cocoon for blinds, a picture of cocoons. All over there. And then you end up with a hat shape, simply because it's different its, its way out of one side. So you end up with a, like an egg shape, basically with a bottom cut off. 
Okay? Now, what they do is, look, if you just want to know for the process, what they do is, a small percentage of them are, are allowed, they're left to bite their way up, so that you've got more to lay eggs. But the majority of them, what they do is they kill them off with, with heat. They kill them off from the outside with heat, because they don't want the thread to be broken. Because then it becomes what we're calling here the gushkara. If you've got a cocoon which has got broken thread, that's called gushkara. Not as good. So, as we said, so the rest of them are killed off by the heat before they can emerge, and um, from each unbroken cocoon, okay, they're going to unwind over a thousand meters of single strand silk. Pretty impressive, no? Over a thousand meters. <coughs> over a kilometer of it. Which means that this thing, well, I don't know how quickly it does, it must be doing this for a long time. <coughs> okay, depending on how quickly it does it. But yeah, a thousand meters, it, it, it can't stop in the middle of going down a meal, because it has to have a continuous thread there. So, um, what they then do is, the process goes like this, what they do is, we're talking about now the unbroken one for the time being. Okay, now we're going to the good stuff. What they do is, they take the cocoon, uh, they place it in hot water, because, it, as we said, because it's been exuded from, it's got a, like a gummy stuff on the top of it. And they've got to loosen that stuff. So what they do is they put it in hot water, and then they take like a silk winder, which looks like that. It's a special machine, which basically just goes round, it's got a loop there, and they take a few different cocoons in this bowl of water, hot water, and what they do is they take the end of the thread, <coughs> they put it through this loop, so now you've got a few different, uh, very, they're very, very thin, you can't do anything but just one, one very thin strands. So, um, and it's, when it goes round, obviously, it brings all of them together from the different cocoons. Now, as the, that, that gummy stuff, which has been softened now, to allow all of them to come together, but obviously when it's taken out of the water, the gummy stuff now goes hard again. And that makes all this, the thread stick together. So you now get a much stronger, a multi, multi-stranded uh, thread, and um, that's what you get, that's normal, normal silk. So we have so far, well that, that's the normal silk. Um, but, with normal silk, as it is now, the thread is very hard because it's got the gum around it. So, you won't be able to put, it won't, it'll be impossible to dye it because the dye won't be taken up because it's got the gum around it. So, if you want to get what's called soft silk, which is going to be the third type we're going to talk about, which can be dyed, what you then have to do is, it has to be boiled four hours in order to get rid of the gum. Um, but now, obviously, without the gum, what's going to happen is it will just fall, fall apart. You then have to now do the normal process of spinning it. You've got a few strands there, you spin it. Um, and then you get what's now called soft and unraveled. Uh, it's called soft, uh, soft silk. Now, the cocoon, going back to the ones where they've been broken, ones where they fit their way out, so, which is the one we're talking about right now. So, um, what they do there is that, that's lesser quality silk. And what they do is they, they just boil up to remove the gum. Then it's carded, like, well, you know what carding is? Carding is a bit, it's, it looks a bit like a, probably there's a picture here somewhere early in the book. The carding, what they do is, some with wool. The wool is all tangled up. What they do is, it, it, it looks a bit like a, um, a brush, as in a hairbrush. You know, the woman's hairbrush with, and it's got metal things coming out of it. It's like a piece of wood with like, looks like nails in it. And what you do is you run it through, and it's a... Uh, oh, there you go. That's a picture of... That there, okay? 
do is they then card it, just to basically get it to disentangle a bit, a bit like wool, and then um, it becomes like hairy and soft. And what they do is, it's called weight silk, and what they do is they then um, spin it and use that. It's, it's the lowest quality silk, okay? That's called the psoidus of the mesh. So that's what we're talking about now is the gushkara. That's what we're saying. The gushkara. That's the stuff which you is called the uh, the kolach. Okay, that can't be used. Right back to the Gemara. Robin v'Abaye have we also come to Robin and Abaye were sitting in front of Rabbi, the Grand Rabbi Nehemia. Rabbi means our Rabbi, Rabbeinu. Achor the Rishkeluta, who was the brother of the Rishkeluta, the head of the in the diaspora, and Chodye Davalovish Metasto. And they noticed that he was wearing metasa, which is a good quality coat, good quality silk. So, Omale Robin Abaye. So, Robin, well, when I say good quality, it was made of, of this color, that's what they assumed. So, Robin, uh, where's it gone? So, Robin said to Abaye, Ooh, Hainu color, that's color. This now which we learned in our Mishnah. That's what he's wearing. That's the silk, the waist silk. So, Omale, so, um, Abayi said back to Robin, Anan Shira Paralamzo Korinonde. We call it Shira Paralamzo. Now, what do we call Shira Paralamzo? So, the question is, is he saying we call what he's wearing Shira Paralamzo? In other words, you're right, that is Kolok. You want to know what we call it? In our language, Kolok is called Shira Paralamzo. That's one way of learning it. The other way of learning it is, he was saying, no, this is not, this is not the same stuff. The color is Shira Parando. Well, he's got it something different. Yeah? Now, why would we want to learn one way or the other? So, the truth is, take a look at Rashi first of all. Rashi says, Metasto, Lugush Heosi Meosi Kolok. It's a garment made from that Kolok we've been talking about. So, to me, I would tell you, to me it sounds like from Rashi. Rashi is telling us a fact. What is Matasko? It's the Labush made from Kolok. Now, it's not Muchas, but it sounds to me like it was made of Kolok. So, in which case, when a Bayi turns over and says, we call it Shira Paranda, it doesn't sound so much like he was saying to him, oh no, that's not Kolok, what, he, what he's wearing is not Kolok. Kolok is Shira Paranda, what he's wearing is something else. Because then, you don't say Matasko, he was wearing Matasko, which is a Labush made of Kolok. If he's wearing a matasto, it's a lubush made of something. Robin thinks it's made of kolok. Abai says, no, it's not made of kolok, because kolok is something else. Then you say, Rashi is saying what Robin thought it was, or you have to say that it wasn't really a matasto, but I think it's just easier to learn in Rashi. The easiest way of learning Rashi is, it was made of kolok. And all Abai was saying back to Robin is, quite correct, that is the kolok. You want to know what we call kolok? Shiro Paranda. Yeah? The problem with learning like this is, that Tosas points out that Shira Paranda is not supposed to exist anymore. It's one of the things that after the Khurban went. You don't have the top quality thing. So in which case, it can't be that this uh, brother, the, the Rabbana Nechemio, that he had this Shira Paranda. Rather, it must mean that the Kolokh talked about in the Mishnah is Shira Paranda, but we don't have it anymore. What he's wearing, no, that can't be Shira Paranda. 
But then so she says, you know what? It could be that Taka was Shira Paranzi was wearing, and that is what Koloch is. I, but it says we don't have, after the Chorban went, it meant we don't have very much of it anymore. And so she says, what's the Raya? That's the reason why I'm mentioning it. A little bit of Chazor from Brochus. Because in Brochus, we also talked about, do you remember the beginning of the fifth parrot? They break a glass at the, at the Chasana. And it talks about a special type of white glass they broke. And so she said, ask, what do you mean? They didn't have this white glass. Special type of glass. Because the Gemara says in Seita, that after the Chorban, they didn't have this anymore. She said, so she said, you see, they didn't have a little bit of it. It means it wasn't available, sort of widely available. So, so if you were to hear the same thing, Shira Paranda, generally, Elohimami, after the Chorban wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't available. Does it mean to say it wasn't available at all? No. Not, but we don't mean to say that. <coughs> and as I say, from Rashi to me, it's, it's easier, it's not Mokha, you could learn Rashi differently, but it sounds to me more likely that that's what Rashi learns as well. This, 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 this uh, what he was wearing, was made of colour. Well, I'm not saying that he was wearing, the question was whether he was wearing a metaxa or not. It sounds like it's a fact he was wearing a metaxa. Then they were discussing what is that, what's that made of. And Rashi says, a metaxa is made of colour. So therefore, it sounds more likely what they were discussing is, all Rabbi was saying that sort of, no, we call that Shira Paranda. Okay? Well, I'll quick look at the sources. Anan Shira Paranda Karinone. Pirish Rabinitam. The Rabinitam explains the Kolach the Mahnitin Karinon Shira Paranda. The Kolach and Amishna says, Abai, that's what we call Shira Paranda. Abol Metaxa, Lamhainu Shira Paranda. But this Metaxa is not made of Shira Paranda. So don't have Achar Kurban, because it didn't exist after the Kurban. Because the honor of the parents after the Sotah, it says in the last parish of Sotah. The Shechor of Eitan 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 was destroyed. Vosel Shomir. But a few things were, were lost. The Shomir worm, that special worm they have. There's Uzchuk Savon, a white glass, the Shiro Paranda. So it couldn't have been used wearing Shiro Paranda. But Verima Farish, to be explained, the Koi Nami Amatasa. No, it's going on Matasa as well. But also, Kotamahos on Botel. I became so that it was Botel after the program. Lowly Gami Botel doesn't mean it was completely Botel. Ero Shirohoya Nimsokokat, it just wasn't so readily available. So as the Pulkas of Onahoy to Akakurum, we know the white glass is available after the program. So I'm in on the Perak Enon, because we say in, in the fifth Perak of the Earl Brothers, Tomar Kamayu is the Pulkas Kabbalah, so they were getting a little excited for the Pulkas the Pulkas of his son. So he broke a uh, white glass, and everyone went sad. Where did they get the white glass from? And it might not be, it was available a little bit, just not, uh, just not so widely available. So, so to me, it's the same thing. Now, it's, to me, it sounds like Rashi learns like, like the second shot, not, but it's not Mokach, it's not, not Mokach. Okay, so the Gemara continues on and it says, Mephis, we ask a question, but we've learned in Menachis, Hashiroim, the Hakolov, the Hasirikin, Chayom, and the You've got there three different types of silk there. Shiroim, now that we know with the different types of silk, Shiroim is that the unbroken thread which still has the gum on it. It's good quality silk, but it can't be dyed. That's Shiroim. The Hakolov is the waste silk. That's Yerikin. Yerikin is, is the top quality stuff. That's the stuff where the gum has already been, has been removed and it's been spun. It's very soft. And we say all these three things, Chayom and Betzitzis are Chayom and Betzitzis. Either it's trying to say that don't think that only wool and linen is Chayom and Betzitzis Medeiraita. These are also Chayom and Medeiraita. Or it's saying these are Chayom and Medeiraita. Two ways of learning. But that's not really <coughs> so the main point for us right now. What you see is Shiroim and Kolov are two different things. So how can you, Abaye, say that the Kolok in our Mishnah is Shiro Paranda? Shiro is the expression of Shiroim. They're obviously different things. Shiroim is one thing, Kolok is something else. 
So the Gemara says, either to Yuta, if Taka is a question, Iwa is Emo, or you can answer, Shira Lechud, the Shira Paranda Lechud. There's two different things. Shiroim, Stam Shiroim, and Achanali. That is the good quality silk of the unbroken thread with the gum. Yeah, 100%. Shiro Paranda? Shiro Paranda is the waste silk. That's something else entirely. That's the, 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 uh, that's the gum filled, uh, thing. That's a, a different one entirely. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. In which case, in which case we're saying in the, the, the question here is whether whether you read that that bracket to the robin. Yeah. If anything, it should be shift to the abaye. Because abaye was the one who said that shiro paranda is the same as kolach. Yeah. It was a bias that we call it Shira Parambo. Yeah. If anything, it should be Tiyofta Darbaya. Yeah? If you were to say, however, that the, that the Metaxa was made of, he wasn't arguing with, with Robin. A bias was saying to Robin, oh, what he's wearing, you say it's Kolok, that's what we call Mishnah. We call that stuff Shira Parambo. Which means that he was actually wearing Shira Parambo, what you call Kolok, then it's also, it's really a question on Robin. Yeah? Because then what was going on, the way the, 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 the conversation was going, Robin says, Oh, that stuff he's wearing there, that's the Kolok and the Mishnah. So Bai said, Really? Oh, we call that stuff that he's wearing, we call it Shira Paranzo. If you say that's Kolok, very good. Yeah? That's the second shot in Tosis. In which case, it wasn't that, uh, that, Ro- that Abayi was saying. He wasn't the one saying that Kolok is Shira Paranzo. He's saying, I don't know what Kolok is, but you're saying that what he's wearing there is, is, is Kolok? We call that stuff Shira Paranzo. So in which case it comes out that Robin was the one who was saying that Kolok is Shira Paranzo. So we're asking a really a question on Robin. This is what the Marashal points out. Yeah. Yeah? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah? If you go with the first shot and toasters, that, Rob, that Robin says, Robin says what he's wearing there is Kolok. That's the Kolok and Anishnah. And then Abayu comes along and he says, no, that can't be. Because Kolok is Shira Parando. What he's wearing is not Shira Parando. But then in which case, the question is really on Abayu, not a question on Robin. Because Robin ne- ne- never said anything about it being, uh, being the same thing. It was Abayu who said that. But if you learn that what Abayi was saying is, ooh, look at that stuff, that's the Kolok and the Mishnah, and Abayi says, really? I've never seen Kolok before, I just know that's Shira Paranda. So it comes out that, that Robin is the one who's saying that Shira Paranda and Kolok are the same thing, in which case you can't be going to Shira to Robin. You could theoretically. I would then say, you boys, can we give an answer? As the Marshal says, you do find that in, in, in other places in the shop, but it says Shira and then it gives an answer. So either it, it, it is a good question, maybe even a knockout question, or we can give an answer and say, Shira is one thing, and Shira Paranda is a different. Fine. Says Rashi. Metaxa. As we already read that. No, sorry. Uh, yeah, the bush ultimately is the kolach. So the bush made of that kolach. That's what this Rabban and Nechemi was wearing. Shiroim is me'il ha'ofi me'ika anashi. It's a me'il. It's a, it's a, a coat made of this ikka meshi, the main meshi, the one which has been unbroken. 
the unbroken thread, and, um, and it's still got the gum on it. Sirikin is osim in ameshi horach, it's made from the soft type of silk, hamispatel, which is unraveled, umotsu bameshi, because we have the gum taken off it, it's been unraveled, umotsu bameshi, and it's very, very uh, common when you, when you get silk. The current open domain, and it's called an apple, it's called yada. That's what it's called. So he said, all these things are chayov and besitzes, who is the low commander on I'm not like the one who says, Kobi de Semir Pishim, Dafka Chayov and Besitzim de Raisa. Not like the man who says that only the gods are made of wool or linen are Chayv and Besitzim de Raisa. No, we're saying even these types of silk things are also Chayv and Besitzim de Raisa. Inami Midrabon, or what the mission, or what it's saying over there is, that these are Chayv and Midrabon. Right? These don't think they're possibly even Midrabon. But Kasani Niyo, the main point we want from here is that it teaches, we've learned, Hashiroim and Kodos. Two separate things, Shiroim and Kodos. Almost you see Shiroin, La Hainu Kolos. The Shiroin is not the same thing as Kolos. That's the main thing. And we answer, we answer back, we said that Shiro Paranza is one thing and Shiroin is a different thing. Back into the Gemara, we're on the, the end of this first wide line. Below Pesira Toidon. You can't use Pesira Toidon to the width. What is Pesira Toidon? Achvino. Achvino is, we had it in the previous tag, is Willow. Maybe we had it over the oh. That it's willow. You can't use willow. Again, it may be very good for, for a bonfire, it's very flammable, but it's no good as a wick. I presume you're talking about the white stuff, that's what the Yeah, yeah, correct. The stuff in between. Quite correct. The stuff which is in between. Again, a woolly type stuff. Robin and Abaya have a Oslo, the Paxa, the Matrurisa. Robin and Abaya were walking through the, the plain of Matrurisa. Chosinu um, lahamahu arvato. And they saw those willows. And Omele Rob and Abaye, so Robin said to Abaye, Ooh, Hainu is on this man. That's what we learned from the mission of the Edom. So Omele, so Abaye said back to Robin, Hai ate for Almahu. That can't be it, because that's just wood. What's the harm if you use wood as a wick? So Kola, so Robin peeled away the outside, the Akhwile, and he showed him Amranisa the Baini Baini, the white stuff, the wool type stuff which actually grows in between. That's what we're talking about. You can't use that as a wick. You may have thought you could use it as a wick. Obviously, the wood itself, of course, you can't use it as a wick. But the outside stuff, you may have thought you could use it as a wick. Come on, no, you can't. Because it won't make a very good wick. Then we said, What is the Sirat Hamidbah? That's Shibra. It's nettled. Okay? It's a, a nettle. Again, they take out the certain parts from it. Um, I did see that somewhere. <coughs> Maybe, maybe when it's brought down the heart. Where did I see it? Some, some, somebody explains uh, what this shiver is. They actually take out the certain part of it again. It's not the nettle itself. It's a certain part of the nettle that they, they, they do something with it. Anyway, it's no good for the, for the, um, for a wick. And then, Veloi, the Rokal Sha'al Zokhuru, then we said you can't use the, the green stuff, Sha'afane Amoim, Maihi, what is that? If you say it's what you call moss, no, it grows on, on top of if you've got like a, a little uh, ditch with water which is gathered there and the green stuff which grows on the top there. If Brookhain this mefarban, and obviously it's being left to dry out a little bit, that would be no good for a wick anyway. Obviously you can't use it for a wick because it just it just crumbles. And Omar Al Popa rather said Rapopo, Uchmasa the Arboids, the it is called moss, no? The stuff that's thrown on the, on the ship, a ship which has been docked in one place for a long time, 
the green stuff which grows on the underside, that's what we're talking about. Which doesn't break up, but it's no good for a wick, for, for your single net. Tama has been taught, Hesifu and they added onto them, you can't use wool or hair either. Okay, these are also no good for a wick. And the Gemara says, what about our Tana? Why does our Tana not include those two? The answer is, because they're obvious, you can't use them as a wick. Semer Michvitz Kovit, you have a lit wool, you know what happens, well, it just like shrivels up. That's obviously it's soaked up the, the oil already. But it just shrivels up, so of course it wouldn't be any good. And Seor Ichruche Mithrach. And hair just gets singed. It doesn't, of course it's no good. So, but our Tana feels there's absolutely no need whatsoever to teach them. Now, Tosus points out, um, you may then ask, well then, in which case, what are we saying? We're saying the Tana Mishnah agrees that there is no good. He just says there's no need to teach them. So what is it, the Sifu Alei and Shaltan of the Shaltan? What are you adding? Adding normally means to say, you don't agree, I'm adding on to what you said. You're not adding anything to them. He says you don't need to teach us, it's posher. You're not adding to, to, to that. Yeah? It's, it's like you say, I mean, I don't know why, why this one case. If, if I were to say to you, you know what? You can't drive before, a person can't drive before they're 17. I want to add to the law that some of you 16 also can't drive. Sorry, 15, if we're saying you can 17. Right? So the law is when you're 16, you can't drive. So I'm going to add to the law. Well, what am I going to add? 15 year olds also can't drive. You're not adding anything. Do you want to add? You say a 17 year old can't drive. No, that's adding. So that says, what are you adding? You're saying that Altana agrees. The answer is that Altana says, you don't need to come on to the reason. Of it, it, um, um, of it not, of, of it not soaking up the oil. Because, I mean, the, and the flame will jump around, etc. You don't need to come on to that. Yeah? Um, the reason why you can't use the hair or the wool is because it's just a terrible, terrible, it just doesn't burn. It just shrivels with, it just singes. So, Sivuadem means this, Tana added another reason to those, that besides the reason of it, which our Tana says therefore you don't need to say anything more I'm just adding on and telling you there's another reason why you can't use it and that is the same reason as all these, these sort of in our Mishnah which is that the flame will just jump about and the, the, the fuel doesn't get soaked up except whatever the reason may be the same as our Mishnah that's what I mean to say actually no matter what it's and therefore obviously we do pass again hair and wool would be no good um, as for cotton wool though we have not spoken about cotton wool is something else now if you take a look at the Cotton wool might be okay, okay. Yeah, it's actually a machlech to a But uh, nowadays, I mean, that is what a lot of people use. It might well. Huh? It might well. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so if you t- take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, Achvino, this is the way up, Achvino, falls the way up from the bottom, Achvino is our robo, is willows. The yish come in semer between sleeper days, and there's like a woody stuff between the, the outer peel and the wood. The paksa, they were walking on the paksa, the tamarisa is big of the plain. It's the almohu, the robin, the baisa, the robo. That's the, the, the thing we learn in the Mishnah, the ezo, it's just wood. The yishi looks to the ezo, how's it ever going to be any use for, uh, for a whip? The yishi peeled away, and he shows him there's this uh, the stuff in, in between. Shibra, that's the, the shibra, is the pskira tamizwa, min etab or it's a type of long grass. The Kohen so Urtio, and they call it Urtio, which is a nettle. 
they said if it's the stuff which grows the moss which grows Makunkinus Mime in a place where water is gathered, God that I then come in Yurakarokis, like a greeny stuff, the moss grows on top of them. That can't be because they're broken the fire pot. It just breaks up. But then moss the other casilo, I mean no, you can't make a wick from it. Simply it doesn't work. So he says rather it's Uchmasod Arbos. Sinam is like everything on the airport, a ship which has been docked in one place, the Mayim, in water. Around the base of the ship, the moss grows, and it on the outside. Then we said the, the, the other Tana added on, the, uh, the hair and the, and the uh, senna and the wool, and our Tana says, well, you, you don't need to come on to any other reason for it, because simply because the, the, the wool just mislets covet, it just shrivels up, many are all because of the fire, but it ain't very cold, it won't light at all. You won't get the thing to take hold of it at all. So there's no and there's no need to teach it. And as for the, for the hair, it just singes, it also doesn't burn. But the other time I added, nonetheless, I'm just telling you as well, you should know that these reasons also apply to even if you did get it to burn, the flame doesn't burn very well. We continue tomorrow, Mr.